Hello, guys, and welcome to the Rendezvous Podcast. I will go ahead and say I'm so sorry you did not get an episode last week. I had to go on vacation, okay? And this podcast was honestly bred from vacation um, and really allowed me to kind of sit back and think and see, why do I have faith? What is faith for? What is the point of having faith? Why do I need it? What has it done for me? And I'm very excited to move forward with this episode. And I have a special guest. So make sure you tune in and listen to Faith. For what? The world gone mad, can't ignore this noise. Look at these people found dead in the streets. I got some partners that hate the police. Me, I'm just trying to hold on to my peace because I'm liable to lose it and go get the peace. I need a reason. I need a season. Pleading with Jesus, all of this grieving. They be like, if you and what you believe in. I do not trip. I keep it G. What in the H you say in the I? Ain't no JK when I'm talking to God. Don't need a reason to open my eyes. If I'm still breathing, I'm running for my man. Yeah, I've been doing better than I was before. I walk with the limp because I've been wrestling with the Holy Ghost. Deep in dirty spit, but still somehow I keep on floating. Oh, uh, if you're not familiar with Lecrae, guys, you're asleep. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Lecrae. I'm a really big fan of his later album, Restoration, which I'm sure if you are a Lecrae fan, you already know. Bars, 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 okay? Um, faith for what, guys? I will say this episode is going to get personal. You don't really know a lot about my story. You don't really know a whole bunch about what it has taken to get me here. And I don't really do a lot of like solo episodes where it's a lot of just me and sharing. I really get joy from interviewing people. And that's when I knew... I need to have a podcast because I enjoy like diving into other people's lives and finding out what makes them them. How did they get to where they are? Um, What did they learn along the way? Because you'll find a lot of folks have learned what they have today by falling and busting their heads wide open (laughs) or learning from other people and what better way to do that than really sitting down with the person and just giving them a platform to share what they've learned and and give you wisdom on how you can be successful in honestly whatever area that you're successful in so faith for what why do we need it okay why is it important Why are we even talking about it? I'll give you several reasons. Number one, you do not know it all, period. Point blank, done. Like, you have no clue. Tomorrow, can you tell me how many stoplights you're going to hit? No, you don't know. That's a very, like, comical way to put it. But seriously, you don't even know what time you'll wake up. If you have an alarm, sure, that it'll try to wake you up at 6, 6 7. But what happens if it doesn't? You know, like what happens if you get to a point where you don't really know what your next days look like? And that honestly happened to me, y'all. Taking it back a couple of years. I don't even remember what year it is. I try to block out some of these years when they weren't quite favorable. But a particular year that let me know, oh, wow, I need to have faith because at the end of the day, nobody's going to believe in me but me until I believe in me. And there was a, uh, a job I had. I worked at a staffing agency and it was the best experience ever. Just getting to that staffing agency was a journey itself. I had a terrible meeting at my previous job and realized, oh yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all are a bunch of a bunch of nincompoops, honestly. That's what I thought. And I sat at my desk after a silly meeting and applied for like two places and started working at the staffing agency and realized it was such a divine appointment. Like sometimes you will be put in such an uncomfortable position so you have to move. So you have to do something else. If you, and I think I even talked about this on um, in a season one, um, surprise I'm pregnant. Yes, in that particular episode, talked about being uncomfortable talked about being um, in a situation where you might find that everything around you feels 
uncomfortable you feel like you're outgrowing people you feel like stuff around you doesn't fit anymore you don't like the places you're in you don't like the people you're with but a lot of it might be because you're outgrowing it and that's what happened to me I should have left like months before I did but I was irked and started working at the staffing agency and there were so many gifts that were pulled out of me I started to see myself in a different light and I go, you know, get promoted and I get sent to Indianapolis and I'm in this conference and they're training us and I'm learning how to make the most money I've ever made in my life. And I'm sitting there like it's me and three other people in this room. I'm the only person of color and I'm blown away that this man of God is training me. He's not he's not outwardly like telling them that he's Christian, but we had a conversation, just the two of us. And he was like, yeah, you know, I went to seminary and I'm a minister. And I'm like, what? Like, stop playing. So we're in here assassins for the kingdom right now. Like nobody knows that we, we snuck in. He was like, yeah, this is how I live my life. I live as a believer using principles in the Bible but I don't throw scripture on it. And if you think about a lot of people who are well off, they use principles like the principle of sowing, okay? Faith is sowing. You have to sow your faith if you wanna reap the rewards of faith. And it's really important for this particular topic right now because of how everything is is shifting in the world and right now there's a lot of talk of like purpose and being financially savvy and making sure that you're you're sowing like your time in places that you should be sowing it into and doing your passion work and doing what makes you feel good and that sounds real nice until you're broke <laughs> <laughs> it sounds really good to do all of that until you realize you have no skill at all. You have not learned a single strategy. You haven't been processed. You haven't been um, pricked. You haven't been prodded. You haven't learned anything from anyone because unfortunately we're being told right now that you know go do you and and do what makes you happy and that is so true you have to but there's a, a a season for everything and sometimes that season doesn't look like doing what you want it looks very much like I do not want to go to this job I do not like my boss I do not like my co-workers but I need this check and if you don't want them to come pick your car up like they picked mine up <laughs> You have to stay at this job. And that's what happened with that staffing agency. I, you know, I learned all of these things from this man of God. And he was like, guys, you can have like $300,000 months. And I'm like, yo, that is bananas. Like I was making like $10,000 commissions. Of course, after taxes, you don't see all of that. <laughs> so I'm making all this money. And then y'all, they fired me. I'm not going to use like the uh, the Christianese way of it. You know, God closed that door on me, <laughs> even though he did. <laughs> but let's keep it real. They fired me and we're like, OK, your time is up. You don't want to listen. So uh, you got to go. And it was all for good reason, for real. Um, and, and I can get into the details a little bit later, but I genuinely was a part of a strategy that was not working. For six weeks, I was doing, you know, what I believed was, was best for our branch, and it was seeing so much growth. We get this new person in, and they say, no, 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 we're going to do it this way, and it just didn't work. Um, they were used to a different industry, and, and I just needed to submit. I did not, and I even had people backing me that were like, yeah, don't, because that don't make no sense. And so, of course, they were like yeah well um yeah you're fired <laughs> since you don't want to listen and that was a really really big lesson for me because though I was technically right sometimes you can be right and wrong at the same time but I had faith enough to know okay well God isn't going to put me in a situation where he's showing me all these tools just for me to get fired and do nothing with it so what did I do? I took everything from that training in Indianapolis and I started working for myself. I like got my first client um, as a professional recruiter with my business Greater You Professional Recruiting. If you're out there and you have a small business and you need help finding the perfect people for you, contact me, greaterswaiting at gmail.com, okay? Anyhow, shame, shameless plug. Um, anywho, I did all of that and I was able to fend for myself. I was able to pay all of my bills. I was able to do everything I could imagine for myself, but it did not come without faith. So 
what does that even look like? Like, what are you even saying? For my first client, I believe in prayer, I was told to increase my prices. Like, who the freak does that? When you have no other clients, I'm like, oh my gosh, 5% is already a lot. Like, I'm charging 5% of their salary, and God, you want me to increase it to eight? That's a lot. That goes from like 1,400 to 2,500. Like, I don't know. I'm nervous. So I just did it. I changed it in her contract and I sent it over to her. And she's like, hey, I want to set up a meeting with you. Like, oh, why can't you just sign it and send it back? Why do you want to talk to me? So I get there and me and the lady talk for like two hours. And I remembered something I saw on a podcast. Like whenever you're doing real business with big money, typically you don't just sit down and start talking business. People have to like you first. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to use everything that I've learned previously and like take that in. I'm not going to sit down and just ask her, hey, so um, I sent you the contract. What did you think? So paragraph one, none of that. I asked her about where she went to church. I asked her about her friends I asked her about her family I just allowed myself to realize I got myself in this room I'm gonna sell this and I know that she's going to be working with me she's gotta like me so I have faith in the process that I had learned prior to that that it doesn't matter what I think it will look like my anxiety cannot lead me here and that's another part of faith you have to have a, an element of healing to be able to fully operate in faith there's an acronym that I'm not going to say live until I get it trademarked. I'll talk around the acronym, but faith has to be an opportunity when you um, disengage from everything that you've ever done before and you operate from a place that you've never known before. So you may be used to when you get your check, you automatically go down and you, you know, buy up the grocery store and you buy like these shoes that you wanted last month that you couldn't get. And then you, you know, section off a portion because you want to go out and you got to go to brunch on Sunday. So you may have all these things that you want to do. But then at the end of it, you're mad again, like you're making a status again. You're in your group chat again, like, oh, my God, I got to go down to the what do they call the check and go place like I'm sick of having to do this they take money out of my check every single time okay well what does it look like to not do that what does it look like to not go to brunch on Sunday what does it look like to not go shopping again if you just went shopping why are you shopping again you shouldn't even be going nowhere <laughs> you honestly don't need to go anywhere you need to find a book read it Get comfortable being in your own skin, in your own place, without feeling like you have to be around other people all the time to feel whole. The healing part is the biggest part of faith, y'all. It's like the biggest part because being in a new space looks like being different. And you can't really be different if you're always being the same. And it sounds like, duh, girl, obviously, but it really isn't that easy. I mean, you can go into the same habits and not even know it. For instance, there's this meme I saw, I think it was last night or the night before, that said, up, oh, almost left the grocery store without buying a bag of romaine lettuce that I will throw away in two weeks un unopened. <laughs> That is a terrible habit that I have. I buy lettuce that I don't intend to eat ever. It's still sitting in my fridge. I should have thrown it away last night when I saw the meme, but I didn't because I felt bad. So next time I go grocery shopping, what am I going to do? Buy two bags of lettuce and not four. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not going to buy any unless I plan to eat it that night. Okay. I don't sound convincing at all, guys. I have not convinced myself. But that's what that looks like, having an honest conversation and then moving forward, having accountability, because my guest is totally looking at me like, okay, girl. <laughs> keep keep it up, okay? Um, and I can't wait to bring this guest on, guys. It honestly is a sweet treat because 
when you start to create and forge relationships, you realize that the the faith component works in very different aspects of your life. And when you do begin this healing journey of just like having faith and operating in a place of faith, you really do lean on the scripture that talks about it. Um, if you're not familiar, um, I believe it's in Hebrews. Uh, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. And I really love this scripture because if you break it down, faith is the substance. It's an actual thing. It's material. It is something you can work with. And faith is something you have to work. You have to put in the work to, um, what's the word I'm thinking of, to harvest it. And when you do that, you have evidence of things unseen. We'll use it very plainly. If I have faith for a new job, then the substance would be the work that I'm doing to believe that I'm going to have it. If I want to see myself in a different tax bracket, which thank the Lord, I'm already there, okay? It's not all glammed up as you think, guys, okay? Taxes, goodness gracious, all right? Just throwing that out there. But when you have faith for something new, for myself with this job, I have to put in the work and I have to know that I'm working for something that I will reap the benefits of. That's that component we talked about earlier, reaping and sowing. And so I know that I'm putting in this work, not just because you know, I eventually think hopefully they're going to look at me. No, I know they're going to look at me because what I'm praying for every day is for an opportunity for God to show me how I can be a light. It's everything that I've seen that I do already show me and give me strategy on how I steward these relationships. Show me what, where there's a hole that I can fill and then show me what I need to do in that space. Not nothing more, nothing less. And, and it really takes a discipline to be able to do that. And I'm going to um, I'm going to ask our guest in a moment after I introduce them um, to really talk about the discipline of being in a place of healing and being in a place of, of asking for something and seeing yourself get there because it's more than just wanting it and writing it down and manifesting it and and I say that mockingly I apologize but there's more to manifestation than simply wanting it you have to be in a place to operate in that space and if your crumbly nasty heart is crumbly nasty and pitiful and offensive now you will just be those things but in a different space and you'll see that it's not really the opportunity that you needed but you needed to be different for the opportunity so I can't wait to introduce our guest okay I hope you guys grab a notebook because it's going to be great. I'm so excited for the guest for this segment in Faith for What. I have none other than. He's actually a friend of the podcast. He's been here before. I have none other than actor, director, model, coach, Zachary Scott Clark. Hey, it's, it's amazing to be here. Oh, we got an applause? Yes. Oh, you shouldn't have. Thank you so much for Okay, look, we have to be serious, okay? Faith is serious, and we I can laugh at you forever because it's hilarious. Can you laugh at me forever? No, with, 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 with. If they were, if you guys have tuned in to other episodes, which I'm sure you have, um, Mr. Zachary Scott Clark was on the Men Cry 2 episode. Yes. And he sounds more clear because we actually have him in studio. I'm in the studio. <laughs> We outside. <laughs> Technically, yes. So welcome. Welcome to the podcast, the Rendezvous Podcast. We appreciate you for being here and talking about faith. Yes, thank you. I talk about this forever. Yeah, really. Tell oh, us. What what has helped you with your career with faith? Oh, that's a... a Loaded. It's so long. So in my <laughs> career, it's really in my life. Um, faith is a lifestyle. I feel like in uh, every situation there is a measure of faith that has to be involved in it and uh, if I could just go on, on a quick check go on ahead and okay. go alright well so basically faith in, in my career and in my lifestyle is really simple I'm trying to get somewhere but uh, many people don't realize that faith similar to goals they don't know how goals work ah, so true. they think uh, something as simple as hey I want to take a trip across, across country 
And in order to do that, you need to know how to drive. Yeah. You know, many people were like, oh, well, I want to do a trip across country. Like, a solo trip is just me. Um, I don't need nobody. I don't need nothing. But you don't know how to drive. Okay. All right. I understand. I'm going to learn how to drive. Okay. Now I know how to drive. All right. Now, um, you don't, your faith maybe is measured in, it can only get you to the next town. Mm. But you got, you don't know how to fill up. This is good. You know, so a lot of people don't realize uh, the requirements to meet a goal. It's, it's very similar to the requirements for your faith. Are you fueling, full, fueling yourself up? Are you, uh, uh, do you know the requirements to get to what you want? And then also, are you capable of the demand that, uh, of, of rising to the occasion of what you actually you know claim to want thank you so much for coming i think that's all for today yeah just drop the mic because that was like a beautiful snapshot of the first part of the episode but then also the essence of faith because you can have it and you can want something you can even will something to happen but i think a lot of my issue early on was not knowing when those roadblocks come that that's like a fuel up and it's like oh okay yeah you got here and yeah that that wasn't really the outcome you wanted but that doesn't mean stop yeah. It doesn't mean you're done. It just means, okay, we just got to recalibrate. Exactly. People tend to think the roadblocks mean they're like, oh, man, maybe it's not for me. No, that's life. Like, life will tell you, hey, you know, why don't you stop? Why don't you give up? <laughs> why don't, you know, it, sometimes it's your best friend. Sometimes it's your family. Not everybody wants to go all the way with you. And that's just about people. But sometimes yourself, you tell yourself, you know, maybe I could take a detour and just take this job mm-hmm. you know, instead of what I actually want, say I want. Yeah. And then and sometimes the detour is actually the journey you should be on. Oh, my But gosh. then at other times, uh, it, it's nothing but a distraction yeah. to, uh, for you to just turn off and like settle here instead of going for what you really want. And I think it's very important, especially in my career as an actor, as a creative, anyone that's an entrepreneur, they know you cannot let life or the, you know, even refueling or the pit stops uh, get you off of your path. Yeah. No, really. The first part we talked about um, faith and healing. Like you have to be healed and to have elements of faith. And what you said is so powerful about the roadblocks are going to come and sometimes what seems like a detour is really a setup and that's how I felt with my job you know I was working for myself like I told y'all you know I'm singing clients snagging a bag and all of that and then I didn't have clients anymore (laughs) I didn't know how to keep that pipeline full and so after I like helped my last client I'm like okay well um like I didn't really like pay all my bills up to this month so uh, I need I need something and so my car got repoed and on the morning of an interview and I go to auto start it because I auto start y'all I needed seats I had a sunroof I had all the things and I go to auto start my car and if anybody has auto start you know you have to lock it and then you start it and I'm I'm trying to like hear the beep beep the for the lock. Chirp, chirp. <laughs> yeah, there was no chirp chirp. Okay, one chirping, and I look out my window and it's gone. Mm. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is not happening. So the detour for me was, if I can't physically get to anywhere else, I must have to work where I live, and that was already um, proposition to me to interview there but I was like no that place feels like bondage I'm not gonna do that I'm working for myself I'm an entrepreneur period but to your point it's been the most perfect detour in my eyes I've been there for two years and I've learned so much being here that I don't think I would have really learned on my own because like I said in the first part of the episode there wasn't a discipline there to allow my faith to keep being like um fostered at all oh yeah um, something you just said about discipline that's really huge because while there are some people that um, you know they have faith they understand it they get the concept like uh, their faith takes them to shorter destinations but then there are people who are the opposite that have never had to learn how to drive or, yeah. or use their faith they're taking like the the public uh, transit system of uh, <laughs> maybe they have rich parents maybe they mm. have uh, people that help them out they don't even know how to use faith those people are in the worst danger yeah because 
when everything finally falls on you you know when people say like the buck stops here yeah when you realize that your foundation is so empty and everything that you have your thoughts your creativity your work ethic is based on other people mm. you 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 have nowhere the it's like a bottomless pit yeah and learning how to drive learning how to pray learning how to use your faith it takes you overseas it mm. takes you uh, it takes you to that vacation. It takes you to that new job. Preach. It takes you to, uh, <laughs> you know, that first plane ride. That w- Whatever that destination is, if you can have your own measure of faith, it can take you there. Yeah. You got you to gotta use it. It's one of those things like a muscle. You the lose you use it or lose it, it. It gets stronger. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you can just keep going. Honestly. <laughs> no, like, no, I appreciate it because I've never heard it. I've heard of faith as a vehicle before. And I've, I've even preached faith being a vehicle before and how, you know, whenever you're on a plane, you have to have faith when you're going through that turbulence that you're going to make it out. No one just hits turbulence and it's like, oh, well, I guess the plane is just going to crash. No, it's it's a, an obstacle that's necessary for travel. And so I've just never heard of it in this way. And it's so public transportation of faith. Yeah. That's powerful. Now, the one thing that I really wanted to bring out in this conversation, um, one of the taglines of the Rendezvous podcast is uh, where faith meets destiny. And what I'm learning in my journey of faith is my the destiny of where I'm going doesn't always look like where I thought it would be. And I think just from the the little bit that I know about you, wink, wink, <laughs> that um that there's probably a time where when you were getting to the place that you're in now as a big shot movie star, um, there had to be a time where you thought that you'd be in a different space or you thought that your current career might look a little different, whether it be at the beginning when you were just starting out or just kind of growing in your craft where you might have not realized like, oh, wow, I'm here, but it doesn't quite look like how I thought it would look. Yeah, well, absolutely. Um, Part of what I was talking about, about learning how to drive is a big part for me in school. I had huge difficulties like learning how to read. I remember when uh, my uh, teachers would call on me. Some of them were mean at the time. They would call on me knowing that I would have trouble. Rude. And I would have to stand up. It was like my first, you know, quote unquote, like performing in class. Of like just you know, hey um, um Zachary, could you read this text? That and I'm like, they know. And then when you got other kids, kids are ruthless. They, they are say, terrible. They're like, why would you call him? And you know, things oh like that. yeah, oh, cr- the cr- petty cr- kids. They can crush your spirit. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but you know, um, you know, you get called on and you like, ah, oh, like you know, I got to do something different. And then like you know, people telling you how you want to be an actor and um, you know, you, you having trouble reading. Oh, you want to talk about roadblocks? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but. Um, God uses people. Yeah. And I, my sister, who is also my first lady in my church, she told me that she wanted me to do some stand up at church. Uh, and wow. That like awakened a uh, writing spirit in me. Mm. And that got me reading more. I started reading like jokes and I started reading, um, what do you call it? Like the transcripts for TV shows. Oh, and yeah. I started writing my own jokes and I was doing like the movie voice. Uh, I forgot his last name, but the man's name was Don, uh, who did the. Um, you know, action. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> and all that. I did that when I was uh, 12 years old on stage for my church. And that kind of really awakened the, you know, learning how to drive, you know, learning how to push myself. Yeah. And um, I mean, I've really taken that spirit into everything I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, just because you're starting at a deficit doesn't mean that uh, faith can't get you out of it. I couldn't, like, I had, like, real you know um frightening frightening like scary moments of like crying to myself thinking oh man i could never be an actor i don't know how to read like this is impossible you know but uh god doesn't work in just things that are possible come on and i I, i'm so grateful that uh people were instrumental in telling me ways that i can improve ways that um um, that could um, interest me to um, learn how to read in things that worked for me. You know, if if you, 
you know, for any kid out there, for any adult that has uh, uh, issues, you find something that you are interested in, you, you never know what um, can a skill you can learn. And oh, I thank yeah. God for YouTube now. Like, YouTube can teach you anything. YouTube University. And I'm telling you, like, I, you know, I be looking at some of these big words and scripts. Our YouTube is so quick on how to pronounce it. <laughs> I'll tell you there's an answer you gotta yeah. look, but you gotta be willing to look for it you gotta be willing to drive to it yeah and that there's a, a something that I've, I've been learning regarding what you're saying about just putting yourself into your craft about faith being a process you talked about that and and how it it's not an overnight sensation no you have to steward it properly and it may be like something small at the beginning like okay i have faith that i'll pass this test or i have faith that i'll pass the driving test going with your analogy and then having faith that you'll know how to get to your next destination um but then once you do that there's a track record that you have and that you know that faith is going to come through for you because now you've seen it at all these different points and i don't really know that 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 is always understood when people are learning to apply their faith that you have to let it work you have to give god time to work you have to give yourself time to to interact and mingle with faith and um that you know the scripture i'm fearfully and wonderfully made um is a beautiful demonstration of that because we were created perfect like end of story we're created as our perfect selves and then we go through life and we have all of these um, experiences that come and try to tell us the opposite and things that come and try to show us that we can't and then things that come to try to like just really dim our light down and then that faith like you said helps climb out of that deficit of what we think we look like Um, not even physically just overall what we think life is supposed to be what do you think was most important for you when learning the true essence of of how God views you? Um, I think, great question, honestly. I think um, to answer that question, I would say to realize that what I do is not for me. Um, Oop, whoop, say it again, say it again. What I do is not for me. I'm a servant. Um, when The moment I stopped thinking about me, the... Fear was a useless uh, emotion or attachment to my goals and to my faith and what I want to do. It's it's it becomes a waste of time. Yeah. Because when you're in service, when you uh like ask any mother that is trying to feed her kids what she will or won't do to make sure her babies eat tonight. Yeah. Um, it the fear of working a late night job the fear of going after what you need to do to make sure that your family is taken care of it becomes it, like it's that's ridiculous it becomes so small yeah fear fear is ridiculous it doesn't it doesn't exist in a world that um you need to eat in every day yeah um what's that saying uh fear the acronym false evidence appearing real exactly and then um there's you know even the scripture uh perfect love casts out fear Oh yeah. And if you think of like a mother's love, you know, though they be trying, you know what I'm saying? People, we striving for perfection. That's yeah. not to say that every mother is perfect, but the love you have yes. for your kids and what you do for them and the love that you have for yourself should equally be that type of perfection where you grind for you, you oh, know? Oh. You grind for your healing. You grind for um, your wisdom, you grind for for the love and, and, and self-appreciation that you would have for you, but knowing that God has that for you and that you get it from how he views you is so vitally important. Oh, yeah. And then once you build like faith in yourself, it's so easy to find a community in that. Oh, because yes. we all need community, but uh, it, you have to start with yourself. Like they say on a plane, apply the mask to yourself before yeah. applying it to your child. If you can't stand on something, you have nothing to stand on. Boom, bars. You know, and so you got to be able to stand on yourself. And a community will present itself to those who uh, <laughs> can hold themselves up. Yeah, that reminds me of... Um this is just so good okay it's just so good guys i'm having so much fun um but it reminds me of like you know staying in the same vein of faith for what when it comes to like you know jobs and purpose and all of that stuff um the community that i am finding now at work is 
they're not the people when I started that I thought, oh, okay, we're going to be cool. Or, oh, okay, I'll be able to call you whenever I need you. Or, oh, yeah, like, you're the number one person I thought would be at my side. They're not at all the people that I thought when I first started the job, like, would be my, like, my aces. And it just started from being vulnerable. That's that healing portion, like not wanting to, you know, see myself higher than I ought to. And then also allowing people to be there for me and not thinking that I'm a lone ranger, that I could do it all by myself. Being able to be vulnerable, like, okay, look, I'm walking off the job tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm coming in and I'm clocking out. Okay. And then just being able to open up and then share. And then you learn what people really think of you. Like, no, 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 no. Like you're caring. You're this, you're that. Like you are so encouraging. And I'm like, what? You see these things in me? Like, I know I'm those things, but like, that's what you get from me. And then when you're able to like connect on that level with folks, it makes it so much more helpful when you are building your suitcase of faith, when you're building your, um, your ammunition, but that's not what I'm thinking of. What's, um, if it's not ammunition, what is like your, your trunk load of weapons? What is that called? Um, artillery. Arti- yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> building job. your you artillery. Thank you. I'm patting on you my back. Um, when I'm, when you're building your artillery of, you know, like weaponry for like yeah. darkness and like evil and just all that stuff, having people to like, you know, show you like, no, no, no you got this. Like yeah. you're not by yourself. You can do this. Yeah. And real strength comes from being, from showing a vulnerability yeah. because uh, a lot of people think strength is uh, appearing strong. Yeah. But strength really comes when you interweave a uh, vulnerability with perseverance mm. because then you are actually looking for uh, a, a new destination instead of where you've been because if you think you you're just doing it by yourself you only gonna get to places you've been by yourself yeah and no one knows that you need help if you're always trying to appear strong boom you know so that's 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 a measure of faith that's a that's a part of actually wanting to be strong instead yeah. of pretending to be strong yeah because if we rely on ourselves for everything in all moments we gonna find ourselves by ourselves yeah and oh i love that um for all the people that are leaders out there whether you think it or not that's one of the biggest things that you can find if you turn around and you look at any job you've ever had some of your favorite supervisors or managers were people who did not act like they had it all together yes they were the ones that were like hey look Look, this is going to be a challenge and this is where I need help or this is what I'm strong in or people who weren't afraid to tell other people that they were great in something. Yeah. Um, that is a challenge for me, not doing it. But when I see that someone is trying to be stronger than what they need to be, that's where I know my faith gets tested because I know what a strong leader looks like because I just naturally gravitate toward them at any job like oh you're the you're the yes yes I'm we here but whenever I find like someone is not that I had to learn very early on diplomacy (laughs) I wasn't very good at it at all like straight wrote a whole email to my boss's boss like hey they need work Oh my gosh. I don't know why I thought that that was going to fly. Went over the head. I went over their head and was like, this is where they mess up. This is where they could get more training. I know they're new, okay, because I've been here longer. I can see the gaps. I really thought I was so pompous. It was terrible. Thank God for delivery. Thank God for deliverance, okay? Because, whoa. But now I realize, like, oh, okay, that was one of my strengths, like, coming in hard. Like, my strength is like leaders and like seeing people that's what greater you is again shameless plug if you need somebody let me know because that's one of my gifts pulling out the greatness in people greater you okay greater you greater you go to my website greater you dot us greater you dot us yes thank you we're gonna get a radio uh, spot and have you do it but no that's just one thing that that you'll find the people that you've really really appreciated they weren't afraid to appear weak yeah Uh, you know this actually reminds me of an acting game can i share it please all right so there's this um improv game where someone starts a story 
I really like this game, by the way. I've played it before. Okay. I uh, I forgot the proper name for it, but it's really simple. So someone starts a story. They speak for maybe 30 seconds, and they give a detail about uh, a, a person, and then the next person adds on to that story. And teaching works the same way. People thrive more when you include them in the process. Yeah. And it's the same thing with faith. If people know what you're in faith for, they can feel included in the process. Mm. So, like, let's say, um, you know, it's been kind of hard right now. I'm looking for a job, and um, I'm also praying for a car because I want to be able to drive to that job. When people know what you need, when they know the story, they can add to it. Yeah. And when you try to keep those things to yourself, nobody can add to your story. No. And then you, you start to think, like, man, don't nobody care about me. Well, you don't really allow a space for people yeah. to care. And so it's uh, you got to include people in your story because we are no man is an island no woman is an island no man is an island we can be found that's a it's a gospel song that comes on uh the radio sometimes okay see you hit me with the music i'm a movie man <laughs> you told me if it was a movie i'm like yeah you know 1967 that's music music i got you i will okay. be the um the what is it the songbird okay yes i'm the movie connoisseur <laughs> bring it back on that segment right <laughs> i got you but yeah it's it's i i really appreciate just how you broke that down because i think visually it's easier for people to see and grasp where their holes are yeah. like just even when you said it i'm thinking like okay logically that makes sense why this particular person that has been working my love um, is having struggles because in their mind I have it all together I can't let everybody see that I don't pretty much know what I'm doing in certain areas and I'm figuring it out and that's not a bad thing it's only bad when you try to put on airs like you don't need to have the help or the team or whatever behind it and that that sometimes is what that looks like internally when you're even telling yourself no 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 I got it all together do you though and it's okay even if you don't because that's what faith is for it's like to meet where you end and where God begins and there's a beautiful image um, that I've seen gosh so many times the first time I saw it was like several years ago and there's like a step Uh, it's like a staircase almost and there's a missing step and the person is walking on the steps and the whole premise of the image is when they walk they're to just walk as if there is a step there and as they're stepping you see a hand that's right underneath their step so it's like if you think in your mind oh no I have to have a b and c together well sometimes the b will come on your way to c Sometimes you have to leave that first step and then just, you know what? I know C is in this direction. Eventually I'm going to need B. I don't know how it's going to come, but it is what it is. And you just got to go and then you learn on the way. Yeah. I got fired from a job and booked my first movie the same day. (laughs) Now that is perfect. Talk about faith. I was driving home. It was a beautiful day too. I was, I was smiling. I was like, not gonna mess mess up my day. Yeah. I saw something on the internet. I applied for it. I auditioned for it the same day. They was like, "Hey, we actually kind of need you tonight." Can you come? Oh my gosh! So less than uh, 24 hours later, I'm on a movie set after losing like my last main job. That is so amazing. Yeah. That's like what um what happened to me you know when god closed that door uh, on that last job you know uh yeah. you know when they <laughs> when they let me go um that morning you no know, the day before i knew something crazy was going to happen and as it pertained to just me being an entrepreneur and that thursday night we were at church they were praying for entrepreneurship and i've never felt anything like this but i like literally felt a jolt through my body and i'm like never in my life have I felt that before is that what the old folks say you know that's what I said then you're not old folks now you're you know seasoned uh, wonderful elders but you know and, yeah uh, <laughs> and, and on yeah. <laughs> 
But I was like, man, is this what like a quickening in your spirit is? Because I was super green to like all all black church colloquialisms and terminologies and all that. Knew no, knew nothing about no nothing. I'm just like, this is something. God had said something and I don't know what it is. And the next morning I went and had the most beautiful morning. I woke up early. I think I had breakfast. I like put on like a beautiful outfit. I was feeling so good. I walked in and it just felt weird in the office. It was like, uh, don't know what this is about sat down I was ready to like go kill an interview with somebody to make like one of my largest commissions and they were like hey can you come into the like conference room really quick and I'm thinking like oh okay this is weird <laughs> a meeting first thing in the morning very odd and so we go in and like she you know pulls out the phone and the director guy who was a man of God he's on the phone and he's like hey so we're gonna have to let you go and I was like what <laughs> excuse me and he was like, yeah, we're going to have to let you go. But here's the kicker. The day before, no, two days before, I called him crying. Because I was like, yo, you're the only person of faith that I know in this office that I can talk to. I don't have any faith in this situation that we have going on. Like, the process that we're doing doesn't make sense. Our clients don't like it. We're not making no money. It just, I feel like the best interest for the company is not at heart here. And... And I don't, I just feel like I got to tell somebody, like, I feel like I'm abandoning what the real integrity of this role is. And I just wanted to get it out. And he's like, no, I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. You know, like there's a plan for everything and a purpose for everything. I'm like, thank you so much because it is, you know, you're like a man of God. So it's perfect. He fired me (laughs) two days later on your way out, on your way out. Okay. Um, yeah, there, there's a plan for you. Not here. Okay. An unemployment line. Have you heard of it? They're expecting you. You know what I'm saying? So I just like, I took that. I didn't even take that to heart. It was like, oh, okay. That was a vulnerable moment I had with you. And you're just letting me see like... I'm not. It's not always going to be when I, what I think it is, and the you know the words that he he used whenever I, they were like doing my exit interview, I didn't agree with, and I'm like, oh no no no, I'm not afraid of the phones because that was the thing. I wasn't making like the, the hundred phone calls a day I was supposed to make or whatever, and he's like, yeah, you're afraid of the phones, and I said, oh no no no, I'm not afraid of the phones. I just don't agree with you know that uh, that strategy. Oh okay, well then you also don't do this, and I was like, oh no no no, that's also not accurate. I've been using, <laughs> I've been using this platform over here to do that and you know that just has been working better oh and also you're not hitting this mate this this metrics and this metric and i said oh well everyone's inflating their numbers so actually everyone's lying and he was like well honestly ariana at the end of the day we're just gonna have to let you go and i'm like oh no 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 i'm so sorry i didn't want you to think i was fighting for my job i just wanted you to know exactly what the truth was so you didn't think you were firing me for the wrong reasons but i accept the termination can i go now <laughs> I dismiss myself. I'm dismissing myself, okay? And then after that, I took myself to lunch. Like, I visited my friends at their jobs, and like, I wouldn't let that moment just kind of dampen what I knew that God was telling me the day before. Like, you're going to be successful. And then, like, two weeks later, that's when I got my first client. And, um, and I was like, oh, wow, you know, like, everything happens for a reason and in unique ways that we never would know. But it's just so important to to just go along for the ride and that's why it's really important to be aware what you're asking god for because what you like sometimes the thing you're asking god for guess what it starts today (laughs) (laughs) so you being pushed when you get pushed to the uh, the edge you got to be aware of the demand that you have to meet yeah like i said if you ain't ready it could it could seem like an attack yeah really a setup for something greater yeah god i want to fly why are these people pushing me mm. hello like the cliff is coming like you're gonna yeah. have to jump and if you don't jump somebody's gonna push you so yeah there's just a lot that that i have learned and it's just empowering to just hear how you learned it especially in the entertainment space because it can be extremely cutthroat and people can tell you that you're not worthy that you're not good enough when really that's the number one thing that you know that you're called to how was it for you being told because i'm sure you were told i mean it's the entertainment people aren't gonna like you every time oh yeah yeah it's really weird to be in an industry where you could be called like uh, a chocolate adonis one day <laughs> and then i mean it's not my word so don't you, know, you can be called that in one day and then be called like too short too old too young too, uh not attractive enough um, 
so many different things uh ugly just outright ugly or rude yeah and so it's one of those things where if you rely on what other people critique you as uh you can get real lost in um really just this identity crisis mm. and i thank god that i have god in my life because um it's one of those things where you have to have your real foundation entering into some of these rooms that i enter into yeah um you know you know men and women like whether you see yourself as a lead or not you have to have a real foundation of yourself yeah like, so I, I'm, I'm really grateful for that also uh i think about one time uh, this is another time I got fired for a job, but this was because of uh, a scheduling conflict. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my fault. Uh, <laughs> so I got fired. Um, I was like, is there any way we can work this out? And he was like, man, I don't know. I'm, I'm not feeling, I don't think it is. And I'm like, are you sure? Because I just want to be clear that I, I'm, I'm doing my best to uh, clarify the situation and work it out. And he was like, I mean, honestly, I don't think so, man. We got like, to gotta move on. I said, hey, I understand. I just wanted to do my best. And he said, the same guy who fired me was the director and producer of this movie. He recommended me to a, a associate of his that hired me for this like big play that um, involved Fox. Oh, wow. And so it was like, um, you know how they have Hamilton on TV? It's yeah. It's a play that but it's on Disney Plus and all that. Um, it was a murder mystery play that was on Fox uh, through oh, um, wow. Park Village in St. Louis, Missouri. And um, it was, he recommended me for that. This is the man that fired me. He said, he said, because of the way I handled myself being fired, he knew he could trust me to go because it had nothing to do with my ability. As right. But he said, the way I handled it professionally he could recommend me to an associate of his that hired me and put me in like one of the main roles in this play. That is amazing. So it's, I remember a time when that could have broke me. Someone denying me. I'm like, but I'm really, I'm really trying my hardest. Mm. I really, I really want this thing. <laughs> yeah. And, and not, and being denied of it. But because I didn't allow that to judge me as, um, as myself like this has nothing to do with me as a person yeah like it's not a personal attack i didn't take it on as uh oh he's trying to hurt me yeah i took it as hey can this work out oh it can't okay well then hey i'm just trying my best and that's all i try to do from then on out is i try to do my best in all things and i reap the benefits of it sounds like you uh, have experienced some healing Oh, yeah, that's a whole other thing. (laughs) That's what we talked about in the first part. Faith requires healing. You can't just be out here like your old self, expecting to reap the benefits of your new self. Yes, and you have to have faith even for the healing. Yeah. Um, You know, if you're an angry person, you have to first uh, realize and register that, you know, I'm angry. Yeah. I I don't quite know why, but let's figure that out. Mm. You know, then if you... If you know what you want the goal to be, break down what is hindering that goal. So if you say, I want to be happy in my life, okay, let's go to right now, this moment. Are you happy today? Yes. Why are you not happy? I'm not, I mean. (laughs) Why why are you not happy? What's preventing that that smile? What's preventing that joy? Yeah. Then break that down even further. If nothing happened to you right now, then why are you still angry? Why are you still upset? Yeah. And that's the real like battle of healing that you have to go through that I know I personally went through of, um, you know, anger and hurt and pain. I used to feel like I was going to have a heart attack before every audition. Mm. That's because I was so I was judging myself a million times over and over again, like uh, how Doctor Strange was in um, Endgame for uh, Marvel. Oh yes, yes, uh, yes. He's looking at all, all these futures. I'm yeah. doing that before the audition, mm. and so my heart's pounding. And so when the audition happens, I'm not even in the room. No, you know I'm so busy uh, critiquing, critiquing. Yeah, and I can't even say that I'm doubting, but that is doubt. I'm I'm going through all these scenarios of how it goes wrong or even if it goes right like what does that mean oh you're gonna make me throw my pen when i finally it finally hit me that fear entering into that room 
it's no purpose for it's me. It's no purpose. All it's doing is hindering. Exactly. It hinders. The moment I leave, I, I forget things now. I'm like, oh, yeah, I did audition for that. You know how nice it is to audition for something <laughs> and then, like, maybe a week later get an email saying you got it. And you're like, oh, man, I did audition for that. That's amazing. Yeah, now, like, well, let it break news. your brain. Let me go and type it back. Good morning. Thank you so much for this opportunity. You know, so I'm really grateful for the uh, process of healing, like you said. Yeah. And then how faith just builds character. Yeah. I don't know how someone oh my gosh and integrity. <laughs> because integrity is a lost principle. It's more than just truth. Yeah, absolutely. It's character in motion. And you have to have both you have to have faith you have to have integrity and when you have both that's when like the trueness of yourself the authentic nature of yourself the the blessings can flow because there's no hindrance now that was powerful do you have any other words i got a lot i mean please come on ah see <laughs> pouring into the pouring, pouring. Pour on the people. It's just so important that people know that um, the attack, like the attacks of the world, mm -hmm. even though like we all get personally attacked, like in one way, like was like I said, like by our enemies, by our friends, by our family. We get we do get personally attacked, right? Yeah. But when you realize that the attacks that you receive literally have nothing to do with you okay this is great and i'm so happy you said that because one of the things that i wrote down about this episode was how often people think that they're being punished for wanting things or like they go through life and they think like oh god is punishing me or oh this is like woe is me without realizing it's not it's some things are just gonna happen yeah and some things are there to like sharpen you and prune you Absolutely. And we're all, like I said, we're all part of everybody's story. Like, we, we each have our place. Some people use their opportunity to be bitter. And that still has nothing to do with you. Yeah. You know, some people use their opportunity to uh, pour into you. And when you realize, like, when you're in, when you're in an audition room, I... I I care for everyone else as an individual as like like they exist like I hope they live well yeah but if this is my part they have <laughs> nothing to do with that nothing like I'm walking in there I'm I, I'm confident that I'm going to do my best and if somebody else gets it oh I was just uh, another guy in the room while um while they got their part yeah you know and when I enter into situations like that whether it's audition rooms or life even when people attack you let's say um something simple like in an audition room somebody try to like trip you up and say like oh did you get the new script and it's not no new script they just want to get you confused or whatever people do that in life mm -hmm. and you realize either whether they feel threatened or they are feel bitter about their own situation or they see something in you they wish they had or or you're just an obstacle like yeah. you're, you're not even a, 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 a person to them you're just an obstacle you're just there and they don't want you to be there yeah it has nothing to do with you. So to take it personally really works against you. It gets yes. you off as one of those uh, pit stops or detours and distractions. Yeah, you're really, getting off the exit and you're supposed to keep going. It tries to take over the moment when that reality, you do your thing and, and the rest will be the rest. Yeah. And I love that you, um, you mentioned it in that way. Because I, I just keep going back to like work and things like that. Um, in anything that we do, there's going to be opportunity where it's going to seem like okay you're doing this obviously to hurt me or to harm me or you're trying to be difficult but if whenever we look at every moment as an opportunity to thrive it makes it so much easier and more palatable if i know every single day you're going to come in and you're going to be nasty why does that bother me like you've given me the blueprint for the day already you've already showed me you're going to come in and focus on yourself and nobody else great like you're already figured out. Yeah. It's like uh, playing chess. The pawn is going to be the pawn. Yeah. Doesn't have any more moves. It's going to do whatever you make it do. So to try to expect your pawn to do what a queen does. Ooh, come on, queen. Oh. 
Come on, come on. You can't expect it to be in a position it can't be in. Yeah. That's like, that's the definition of insanity. Exactly. I know what you're going to do, but I'm going to expect something else from you. And nobody can win like that when you try to man- manipulate things that don't work that way. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you're around nasty people or um, hurtful people, that's the way they work. Yeah. Don't, don't. Why would you ask that hurtful person? Hey, um. So does this outfit work? What do you What do you What do you expect it to happen right now? Like, do you think a compliment is coming your way? Right. It's not happening. Well, maybe maybe they'll see how much it it will make me feel better. No. Maybe they see that that whenever I'm asking that I really want them to be kind. That is a self-sabotage moment <laughs> that you, you knew what was about to happen. But I was hoping that it, they would be with, different. Nope, nope. When you deal with people like that, <laughs> when you deal with dream crushers, and you know they're dream crushers. Yeah. Stop trying to make it go your way. Yeah. That street has a dead end. But what if they did construction? Nope. <laughs> And you let, you let them show you the signs. Oh, come on. I'm telling you, I'm, I must sign. be a great driver. I know all these signs. I drivers. know. This is a really, I'm coining. Uh, by the way, I am an OG. I, I do uh, back in when I park, so uh, I can't be trusted. High five. That's all, that's all I'm saying. I've people, never been in an accident. Is it, me, the people who pull in. No, nah, wait a second. Nah, I do both. No, I mean, you could do both, but I, I got to see people who back in. That's the people that you should trust in life. Well, you could trust me. I'm telling you, because they know they got everything covered. Yeah, that's that is actually a very valid point. I grew up in the hood. Anybody who grew up in the hood <laughs> agrees with me right now. Those who don't, they're like, that don't even matter. No, Look, it does matter. <laughs> Look, because I'm sure they're like, I mean, I do, I do it sometimes. <laughs> that's a privileged life. <laughs> no, that's big facts. It was predominantly, you know, it's a PWI. Um. <laughs> I grew up, you're like, okay, now I'm bagging in. See, you can see this. You can mirror. see this. You knew like every second, every corner. You knew everybody on the block. Yep. Yeah, no. OG life. OG <laughs> life. Right, guys. Zach is a thug. No, no, no. I ain't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, because when you're a thug, people try to test you. I'm a nice guy. See? I'm just a nice guy. Are you a nice guy? I mean, when you say it like that, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a good You're a decent human. Yeah. There we go. Let's go that route. Yeah, yeah. you're a decent human. Yeah. Not I mean, too. I do my best. There we go. See? There we go. That's not manipulative at yeah, all. I'm just trying to do my best. And see, you guys can do your best too when you live in faith. Live in faith. <laughs> Live it. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. It's a you said that when you started. It is a lifestyle. Big facts. And it doesn't, you know, just like working out. I'm telling you. Work that muscle. Work you gotta that work muscle. that muscle. Just because you ain't mm-hmm. never worked out before, don't mean that you can't work out now. Period. And like do it tonight. To do it. You Squats. can take a walk. Yeah. Got, Come on. I said you had to take a uh, you know, go a marathon. No. no walk just, up the street. You know, take a stroll. Yeah. Next time you go. Go to Walgreens, walk there. Uh, yeah, where I mean, where you at? Yeah. <laughs> How far? Let me let me Google this. How do you do? No, seriously, I know somebody who will literally drive everywhere when it doesn't make sense. Nah, if it's across the street, I'm no, like, seriously. Like, I live very close to a Cecil Whitaker's, and I work very close to a Cecil Whitaker's, and the Cecil Whitaker's is right across the parking lot. People will drive. Yep, right about that, but it's sunny. I am people, but I usually drive for a different reason. <laughs> but it's raining. Though. No, it's only when there's like a ton of bags. It's when like, I'm getting a, like lunch for the office. But it's windy though. Yeah, but there are people. But the, but, uh, no, people. Yeah, people. Can, can you, oh. oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Thanks. Thanks a lot, guys. Check out my Instagram, Miss.Shears. Okay, guys. No, seriously, we can be all here all day, obviously, talking about faith Faith. because it's the best. It is. You need it. It's fuel for the journey. I recommend it. Five out of five. (laughs) Ten out of ten, highly recommend. Yes. Yes. Well, Mr. Zachary Scott Clark, where can the people find you? I am uh, Zach Clark Act on Instagram, Facebook. I'm on Twitter, but not not that much. I don't really tweet uh, a lot. You know, don't don't uh, you know? You know, I I support uh, my family. I got my nephew, University of Houston football player Art Green. Nice. I got a. Uh, 
so many things going on. I got, oh, I got a movie coming out. Yes, tell the people where they can see you on the screen. Yeah, see me on the screen. I'm a gift of grace uh, in November, I believe. Uh, you know, Amazon Prime. Boom. You're looking out for that. And I got some commercials that I've recently done coming out pretty Please soon. Please share so with the class. Check it out. Watch TV. <laughs> Watch TV. No, really, I was out and about and I saw you on TV yeah. at a restaurant. And you know, you know, I got something to say. Say something else. I got something. To say. say something else. Um, <laughs> what was that from? Wait. I, say something else. Say something, oh, come on. Movie connoisseur. You're watching it. it in your head. I'm sure. Say something else. Say something else. That's not Friday. Yeah, it? you're close. It's the franchise. It was oh, next, next Friday. Friday. That yeah. Counts. That counts. <laughs> that was pink. Yes. Yeah. See, I knew it. No, but uh, <laughs> you know, when showing love, uh, you don't have to be private when showing love. Like, yeah. people in your inbox, they're like, hey, I saw your thing. <laughs> I just, you know, I thought it was so, I thought you looked, you know, nice. But you can, you know, we can show love. Tell people out loud. We can show love. Yeah. Hey, I see you doing your thing. Congratulations. What he's saying, guys, is like, post him on your stories, okay? Hey, I seen you on the uh, screen at Walmart. You know, maybe I don't always want to post my own stuff, you know? Maybe, Facts. Maybe I just want to buy. Oh, man, that's so amazing. Let me thank you for sharing this because, like, uh, <laughs> I'm trying not to be narcissistic out here. <laughs> you know? right. So, thank you. Thank yeah, you. so pretty much, guys, light up um, Zach's uh, IG, tag him in all the things post yourself and tag him zach clark, zach clark act. act yeah ACT tune on it and of course all of you who are currently listening you're obviously subscribed right hit that subscribe button right you're you're subscribed right now okay let's change that so you're gonna go to the top <laughs> you're gonna click subscribe and then you're gonna scroll to the bottom it says reviews right you're gonna click that then you're gonna click that fifth star on the very end and then if you really want <laughs> one two three four fifth and then if you really want in that subject you're gonna put the episode that you really like and then you're gonna put the description on why you like that okay and then if you're on listening on spotify which apparently a lot of y'all or a handful of y'all are listening on spotify and that's great so make sure you hit follow because it's different on both platforms this was fun yes very fun gotta have you yeah again i like to get yeah if i do panel episodes i like to at least get people back individually if they were impactful so there's a few people especially from the um not black because episode we'll get a couple of them back the men cry too got all of them back and then even added somebody and then got you now so yeah guys make sure you tune in to the rendezvous podcast i have been your host the ariana shears and we will see you next time Bye bye